girl. Welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast is all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because I'm actually recording this in Chiang Mai, Thailand, sitting in my hotel room. I wanted to just take 15, 20 minutes to chat with you because, oh my gosh, we are having the most incredible experience. My husband, Sina, and I are on a two-week honeymoon all throughout Thailand, and yesterday, we just went to an elephant sanctuary. And you know, on this podcast, I like to think of us like we're girlfriends, so I want to give you a little update about that. But then also, I want to dig into a really important topic today of navigating overwhelm and expectations, complicated family dynamics, and anxiety, because I like to record these episodes in real time, because I know if you live in the States, you're going into Thanksgiving week this week. And even if you're not going into Thanksgiving week, or you're not celebrating Thanksgiving, you're still going to be navigating overwhelm, expectations, complicated family dynamics, and anxiety at some point in your life. So I want to give you some tactical things that I've been thinking a lot about and that Sina and I have even had some really cool conversations about while we've been on this trip. I want to share with those with you today. But first, because I do think of us like we're girlfriends, let me tell you about the elephant sanctuary. So we're in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And yesterday we went to this elephant farm and it's like a, a lot of them are rescued. They have 84 elephants that roam the property and we got to bathe them and feed them and hang out with them. It was so cool. When we bathed the elephants, we got to swim with them. And it was really amazing because there was baby elephants that were hugging us and Cena and I got to, you know, like feed them from our hands. Like their little um, trunks are like vacuums. Like, I don't know if you've been around elephants, but their trunks are vacuums. And it's just so cute. Your heart is so happy just being around these animals because they're such emotional animals. And my girl, Erin, my elephant, (laughs) she's seven years old and instantly I feel like we just bonded. She was kind of the rowdy one of the crew. And I was like, I get you, girl. Like, I feel like we are meant to be like, we're we're literally like soul sisters. So (laughs) I got to feed her and hang out with her. And I swear to you, she hugged me like 40 times. It was absolutely incredible. I don't even know how to explain how cool this experience was, except for that I'm telling you this, because if you've been thinking about Thailand, you've got to just book this. And I'm going to make a whole like recommendation of like all of the places that we went, some of the really cool hotels that we stayed at if you're interested. But this has honestly been such an incredible trip. And we've only been here for a couple of days. Like we're going to be here for two weeks. We're hopping to a new city today. And I'm just so excited about this experience. And I want anyone, like if you have been thinking about going, you need to just book it. And on that, you need to just book any trip. Even if you don't want to go to Thailand and hang out with elephants, it's so easy to get caught up and say next month, next year, next whenever, I'll do this thing that I've been wanting to do. In specific, like like relation to trips, you know, my husband Cena and I got married in April. We lived in Austin at the time, and two weeks after we got married, we moved to Denver, Colorado. 
right when we moved, he got his real estate license and we started making friends in the city way quicker than we even anticipated. We made some really incredible like friends straight out the gates. And, you know, we wanted to spend time in our new city and hang out with those friends. So we're like, oh, we'll go on our honeymoon next month and then we'll go next month. And then we started buying real estate. We bought a quadplex and we bought our first Airbnb and we needed to physically be around them to get them up and running. And then, you know, next thing we knew, I was like going on some little mini vacays and we had some things that we needed to do and then came Empower Her Live in October. We're like, holy crap, we have knock on our honeymoon. So we looked at each other and I was like, we're never going to make the time to do this. And we know that we want to have this time together to just get to unplug, celebrate and just have some freaking fun. And you know, if you're married, like it's so important, like even if you're not married, we've been together for 14 years before we got married. And it's just so important to create those containers where you're just like, We are obsessed with each other. It's so fun to be with each other. So this is just a little reminder. If you've had a trip on your heart, if you don't book it, it's not happening. I don't want someday to be never for you. So book the freaking trip, okay? So that's not even what the podcast is about, but I just want to like urge you to do that because already this has been so freaking good for us as individuals, but also just for our relationship, you know? So that being said, I want to get into today's topic. We're talking about navigating overwhelm, expectations, complicated family dynamics, and anxiety from all of that. So I realize that seems like a really broad topic, but I want to share five specific things with you that I think could be really helpful. And you take them and apply them to your own life in whatever way makes sense. So I really, really hope that you vibe with this. But I will tell you before we dig in, I have one more fun announcement. We have had this podcast for four years this week which is absolutely crazy. I, I don't know how long you've been you know, listening into the podcast. I know some of you, maybe you specifically have listened into every single episode. You've been here for years or you've recently found the podcast and you've started binging a ton of them or maybe this is your first ever episode. I just want to thank you so freaking much for being part of this journey because four years of two episodes a week Like that is so much time that we've spent together. And for those of you that have gone above and beyond to share this podcast with a girlfriend or with your coworkers or share it on social media and tag me and help get the message out, or you've left a review. Uh, When you leave reviews, it helps get this podcast recommended to other listeners. So all of that is so freaking appreciated. And four years of that, we just had to celebrate. So What you're going to need to do if you want to enter into this epic giveaway that we're doing, we're literally giving away an Empower Her Live 2023 ticket, uh, Clear Stems Botox Serum, which is my personal favorite product in their entire line, Organifi Green Juice, an entire container of it, the best tasting green juice on the face of the planet. I'm obsessed with it. And Soul CBD is giving away their spicy margarita gummies, like a container of those. So it's an epic birthday bundle with fun surprises that are going to be sent to you. And we're picking four winners. So head over to Instagram, Keisha Get Mary, check it out. All the details are over there. Okay. That being said, let's get into these five tips. So first and foremost, to navigate overwhelm, expectations, complicated family dynamics, all of that. I have become a ninja at writing my own permission slip. And I want to encourage you to do the same because I know that you're like, you know, you're very cognizant of the fact that you can make your own decisions. You're a grown ass woman. But sometimes we get caught up in staying in these same patterns that we've been doing for a really long time just because it feels as if it's easier because it's known. And the example that I want to use is Thanksgiving. So my husband, Sina, and I both grew up in the greater Seattle area. 
And in 2014, we moved to New York City for him to go to NYU Dental School. Back then, I actually was working at Google and was starting my first side business. So very different like life, it feels like. But we moved to New York in 2014. And we consciously made the decision that we weren't going to come back for Thanksgiving. And um, both of us were used to doing, because we've been together for 14 years. So we're used to doing our holidays together. But both of us come from divorced parents. Cena's dad actually passed last year, but you know, his parents are divorced. My parents are divorced. So we were always trying to shove in a ton of Thanksgivings into one day. And we never felt like we were super present. And we always felt as if we were letting someone down or we were late and like just trying to eat like, you know, a bunch of Thanksgiving dinners. Like it just like, it wasn't fun to be honest. And as much as I love my family, it's like, it just wasn't a cool dynamic to feel like you're constantly rushing. And I just, I really didn't like it. So when we moved, I felt like it was a really easy way for us to get out of Thanksgiving where we just told everyone we're not coming back for Thanksgiving. It's really expensive. You know, especially back then we didn't have, we weren't as financially stable as we are now. So like flying back to Seattle for both of us, like it was a lot and we were going to come back for Christmas anyways. Long story short, we started opting out of Thanksgiving and we chose to do trips together on Thanksgiving. So we like, we've done New York and Boston and DC and like we've, I mean, we've done Miami, we've got done, done a ton of epic trips Thanksgiving week and now, I mean, we're in Thailand and it's almost like in 2014, we just decided to create what we wanted. And maybe that's not applicable for you. And you're like, no, I really want to be with my family on Thanksgiving. Totally cool. Um, One of my girlfriends, she has two young kids. And she just said to me the other day, she was like, Kish, you know, I decided now that we have two young kids, like packing them up and taking them to multiple houses, like I'm not doing that anymore. We're hosting Thanksgiving at our house. And if people want to come, they can come to our house. And I was like, yes. Like so often we don't even recognize that we're staying in these patterns of doing the thing that we've been doing for a really long time, even though we don't enjoy it. And I don't know how old you are, but like, I think all of us can probably only bet on, you know, a hundred years on this planet, maybe a little more if science gets really good. Right. But like truly, you know, you don't have that many Thanksgiving. So if you don't like the way that you're doing this or apply this to anything, if you don't like the way that you're doing any holiday or the way that you're doing something and you've been doing it for so long, you can change your mind on and write your own permission slip to do it your way. And I know that you know this, but sometimes we just need the reminder. Like if you think about how you spend the holidays, do you enjoy doing it that way? Because if you don't, why not change it up? You got one shot here, right? Make it count. Number two, kind of off of this is you know, how important it is to have a real conversation with someone. And I know there are some of you, maybe you specifically, that have people-pleasing tendencies and you don't want to let people down. And I, I love that, but I also don't love that for you because I want you to live a life that you really are obsessed with because I believe that you deserve it. And I also believe that other people are benefited as a byproduct if you actually live an aligned life because they get to be around a more excited, happy, fulfilled version of you. So it's not even just about you getting to live a life that you like, but if you're constantly strung out on people-pleasing tendencies, saying yes to things that you don't even want to be doing and getting frustrated that you're saying yes, but that person doesn't even know why you're frustrated, this just feels like a disaster, right? So when I say having a real conversation, To navigate overwhelm, that might be asking for help, 
right? Just being really, really open about the fact that like you don't need to, we'll use Thanksgiving as an example. You don't need to make every single dish. You can absolutely ask someone to bring something. Even if they didn't do that last year, why are you putting all this pressure on yourself if you feel like you're so freaking overwhelmed, right? Can somebody help you? Are you taking all of these things onto you because you want to be this like, you, you want to wear busy like a badge of honor. You want to say you're doing all of the things. If you're doing that, is it working for you? And can I remind you what I always remind myself when I ask people for help? I love the feeling of getting to help someone else. And I bet you, you do too. If you don't ask for help, you're robbing someone of that feeling, right? So you might be feeling overwhelmed because you're not having a real conversation. And then let's dive into this expectation side of things. So often we have expectations of other people and we're not willing to have a real conversation when we get frustrated. So we get frustrated or even angry, but they don't even know that we're frustrated or angry. So they don't even have an opportunity to get to make peace with this, right? So like if you are mad that every single time that you go home for the holidays and you're with your family, they always bring up how you're single or they always ask you, when are you getting married? We got that for, I mean, can you imagine we didn't get married until after 13 years of dating? Can you imagine how many times I got that question? Right. Maybe you can connect with that. But you know, when are you getting married or when are you having kids or you don't like these conversations and you find yourself feeling really proactively frustrated, maybe proactively angry, but you haven't had a real conversation with someone of why this really affects you. That's on you, girl. Right. And I say this with so much love, but we have to have these conversations. I had a conversation recently with someone in my family and it was super awkward (laughs) at first to tell this person why I was upset about something. And I knew that I couldn't expect that I would tell them why I was upset and that they would immediately make a change and that they would apologize and that I would, you know, feel better about it. But instead I was like, the only thing I can control is to lay out my expectations and they get to choose what to do from there, right? And I just think that's really powerful to remind ourselves that sometimes we're making things more complicating and we're inducing a lot of uh, anxiety for ourselves because we're in an argument with someone who doesn't even know they're in the argument or we're quote unquote, you know, let down by somebody who doesn't even know that they're doing something that's letting us down. So let's give people an opportunity by being the type of women who have real conversations, That's been so helpful for me in a lot of different aspects. So just a reminder to you, you know, if there's a conversation that you need to have that you've been avoiding, or you're just like, I'll just say yes to this, even though it bugs me every single time, because it'll just be easier. But is it really easier? Because you might be building up a lot of resentment over time if you don't have that frank conversation, right? So number one, write your own permission slip. Number two, have those real conversations. Number three, Check in on your expectations of people's roles. This has been something that has been just so impactful in my life. You know, the idea of what a mom should be, what a dad should be, what a sister should be, what a friend should be. We've got these expectations based off somebody's role. And if they don't show up in accordance to our expectations of that role, or even of like society's construct of that role, we often get frustrated. Right? Like, oh, like, why is my mom acting like this? Like, that's not how a mom should act. That's not how a dad should act. A dad should do X, Y, Z. And for me, what's been really freeing is I've tried to intentionally take people off of the pedestal that the role provides, in particular with parents. This was really huge for me. 
and really developing this really strong relationship with my mom now later in life is I, I really took her off this pedestal of a mom needs to act in this way. Otherwise, they're not a good mom because my mom's a great mom, but she doesn't do some things that maybe other moms did, right? And my dad like doesn't maybe doesn't do things the way that other dads did it. But it's like you get to decide what type of relationship you have with some person, but you might unintentionally be creating this like stress and frustration because of your own expectations. So what if you just let it go? And I'm not saying you let people walk all over you. And I'm not saying that you don't have real conversations. Like tip number two is literally have real conversations with people, right? But I do think that a lot of the problems that we struggle with in our family dynamics is because we get frustrated by people based off of the expectations that we have on them. And I don't know about you, but I don't want anybody putting me on a pedestal, you know, because of any role that I have to them. Even you and I, right? Like maybe you and I are friends or you've done one of my programs before or you've gone to one of the events or you and I've just been connected through this podcast. I don't want you to expect that I'm always going to get it right. That's too much pressure, right? And I don't want to be the person who's quote unquote perfect. I mean, that's completely subjective to everybody's own definition of perfect. But you know what I mean? Like I don't want that pressure on myself. So I don't want to put that pressure on other people and other roles in my life. So maybe that can help you right now. If you've got some complicated family dynamics and you're getting anxiety about spending time with your family with the holidays coming up, maybe you can take a little bit of ownership and say, am I getting frustrated with my parents or with my sister, with my brother because of the you know, the expectations I have because of the role. Because what if we just took those off a little bit? Like, I don't know how a mom is supposed to show up because that's completely constructed based off of the person, right? And I just think that can help us all just breathe a little bit easier. Like, okay, we're going into this week. You know, maybe Uncle Larry is like, says some really weird things to you about like your dating or whatever, like, you know, like, but you don't have to have the expectations of how an uncle should show up, of how an aunt should show up, of how a sister, whatever, like you get to decide. And that moves me to number four. So while I'm here on this epic trip, I thought it would be appropriate that I read Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk because, you know, I'm in Thailand. It just felt right. Like every time, like Sina's actually reading by the fool, he's reading books about like real estate and he loves like you know, like numbers and the economy and trends. And like, that's like, he genuinely enjoys that, which is great because he used to be a dentist and I've never seen him get excited about reading books about teeth when he wasn't working. And now that he's in real estate, he loves it. So, I mean, that's a good sign, but it's just really funny to watch us sit by the pool together and I'm reading Think Like a Monk and he's reading like real estate by the numbers. Anyway, needless to say, I'm reading Jay Shetty's book. And he mentioned something in it that he was taught when he was a monk. If you don't know Jay Shetty's story, he used to be a monk and now he creates content and he is an author. He has a huge social following and he just is really trying to like spread good messages throughout the world and using some of the monk principles that he learned when he was a monk. So one of the monk principles is about gossip and about saying negative things about other people. And what they challenge the monks to do is if they ever thought something negative about another person, that they had to then challenge themselves, like this is with people that you're close to, right? Challenge themselves to come up with 10 positives for every one negative, like retraining their brain to look for the good because whatever you look for, you're going to find, right? So 
I thought about that concept and I felt like 10 is a lot because like we are, we're at a different like stage of life and like season of life than if we were monks. So I want to challenge you to do something that I'm going to apply in my life. When I feel frustrated or I feel as if I want to say something negative or think something negative about somebody that I'm close with, let's just use a parent because I feel like that's the easiest example. Maybe your mom is really frustrating you. If you think that one frustrating thing about your mom Challenge your brain in real time to think of three positive things, just three, three positive things about her in that exact moment. I feel like this can help a ton in relationships, like in your marriage. If you want to like, if your wife or your husband is like pissing you off (laughs) and, and you think one negative thing about them, what if you challenge yourself to think three positive things, especially when you're going into, you know, complicated family dynamics and you're trying to figure out how to like make sure that you have the best time when you're around people that maybe don't understand your vision. So they say something that pisses you off. You're a human. You get to get pissed off, but it's your responsibility to curate a mindset that's conducive and supportive to how you want to feel. So if you think a negative thing and you challenge yourself to think three positive things right afterwards, that's going to be a slam dunk for you feeling better. And the only thing that you can control is yourself, right? And it's also going to help you view people in a different lens. Now, finally, number five. I told you that this was going to be kind of like a random thing of like five different tips, but hopefully one of these is like really resonating with you or maybe multiple. One thing that I've started doing, and this is going to sound really strange, but it's been very helpful for me as I think of people like they're a little kid because all of us have a little kid inside of us, right? Like a little, it's the inner child stuff. We all have a little girl in us. Like if you're a woman listening into this, you have a little boy in you if you're a guy, whatever, right? And I think it's very powerful that no matter what age somebody is, like there's someone in our family right now in Cena's family that we're having like some frustrating times with needless to say. And I've been starting to think from this like very compassionate lens of inside this person is a little person who didn't get their needs met because happy people that are fulfilled aren't going to be the people that lash out at other people. They're not going to be the people that overreact, right? So when I see someone who's, you know, their reaction is bigger than the actual problem, I just think that that's something internal going on. And in order for us to be the type of women who have more compassion for people, it's thinking of them like a little kid, right? Like if you can actually visualize when you're frustrated with someone, maybe it is with your significant other, right? Like my husband, Sina, was the cutest little kid on the face of the planet. And I can picture in my head him as a little kid. And when I get frustrated with him, there are times where I'm like, I can just think of like, he's just like a little kid in a grown up body. We all are. And sometimes I feel like we get really stressed and overwhelmed and anxious and we get anxiety and we like do all of these like adult emotions, but we're all just little kids that have, you know, needs that didn't get met. Same with our parents and our grandparents and the, our bosses and our coworkers and our significant others and like every single person in our life, they've just got a little kid in them. And I found that for me to have more compassion and empathy and understanding, when I take it back to that very basic level it's been really helpful. So those five tips 
I wanted to share with you. I told you it was going to be kind of random, um, but I hope they will help. If this episode was helpful for you, please tag me on Instagram. I love to hear who's listening to the podcast because, you know, like I said, today I'm recording this literally on my bed in the hotel room in Chiang Mai, Thailand, just because I want to bring this to you in real time because I care about you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Please also head over to Instagram and enter the contest so we can celebrate four years of this podcast together. I love you, girl. I'm rooting for you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.